we watch the first episode of three new TV shows and help you decide what's worth watching. Today, we are going to be talking about The Boys, We Are Who We Are, and Utopia. But you guys, I have been keeping up with what we do in the shadows. Ooh, how has it been? Yeah, I'm in season two already, Whoa. and it is wonderful. <laughs> it definitely is one of those shows that like you get more and more inside jokes as you keep going, and it's I think it's it's a good like little short show to be watching. Those are the best kind of shows. It's like a community. They always call back to earlier jokes or rest mm-hmm. of development. I'm obsessed with the vow, just like you were last week. <laughs> I'm finally on board. I'm on board. You've, you've caught it. up and now you watch the episodes before we do. I know. 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. baby. HBO releases them. <laughs> we are ready. <laughs> yeah, I just finished, uh, I think, episode six right before we started this. Mm-hmm. So. I had to cave and I couldn't wait any longer. And so I Googled what <laughs> Keith was getting and when, because I just reached the point of like, burn him. I, I basically <laughs> did that too after the first yeah. episode. <laughs> yep. But some sentencing yeah. was done this week. So that was exciting. Wait, um, it was? Um, I thought it was October 27th. <laughs> uh, no, they did. One of the Bronfin, Brof, Brofman oh, sisters, yeah. the they got said. their sentencing this week, like seven years or something jail oh, wow. wow that's, that's more great. than i thought a millionaire would get yeah who knows how long she'll actually be in. was it just one of the sisters or both of them i think it was just one of them that was sentenced this week i have been so the finale season of one of my favorite shows has been happening uh it's a teeny bopper show on cw called the 100 classic alley love- show i <laughs> Yep. sci-fi teens <laughs> the, the teens part is what like surprised me about it but yeah anything sci-fi i'm, I'm in for it's yeah, i don't a- know how i feel about you about like a classic alley show being like teens no generally, <laughs> generally that's not it yeah yeah that's that's fair that's fair yeah um, yeah it's been a miserable last season for a show that i loved but oh. uh the series finale was literally last night and and redeemed the horrible last season a little bit Oh, that's good. That's so rare. The finales are the worst part of a bad season. I oh, wow. watched, um, we started watching The Social Dilemma. Have you guys seen this yet? Um, what is that? I no. haven't, but I've heard, I've, I've seen a lot about it. I'm surprised Joe hasn't made you watch it yet, Jen. <laughs> it's oh. about like the... That's one of the reasons I don't yeah. want to watch it. Because <laughs> I know he's just going to be like, you shouldn't have TikTok. Thankfully, TikTok hasn't come up yet, but it's all about Goodness. mostly like Facebook and Instagram and Google. And it's interesting, but it's also people keep talking about it all the time. And it kind of just says the same things I feel like we've been hearing about for forever. So it's mm. it's fine. It's, you know, it's a good reminder that you don't want your technology to control you. But it's like a, hopefully a documentary we know that right now. Yeah, it's like a documentary, documentary series on okay. Netflix. I uh, did watch the second episode of uh, Raised by Wolves. Oh, we were going to watch that. Was it good? I loved it just as much as the first one. And it was shorter. And it was not as gory, Allie. Okay. So I I can give you the green light to watch the second episode. I may. I may come back. Oh, well, if you didn't like gore. (laughs) Uh It's it's not that. Well, I I have an interesting (laughs) take on that. We'll get to it later. But yeah, it wasn't the gore. I just didn't like the change. Um, Yeah, I get it. It The shift. The shift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. tonal shift yes 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 but yeah i'm excited to keep watching but it is one that like i have to be in a very specific mood to sit down and watch it so totally, that's what's yeah. taking me so long and there's only five totals so oh mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch might, it all for yeah sure. i might just wait for them all to come out and then uh, all right well all right. now should we get into the boys maybe? yeah let, let's get into the boys <laughs> that just sounded weird <laughs> all right so okay. the boys premiered last summer on amazon prime but the next or the second season just started last 
month and I've been hearing a lot about it. So I wanted to see what it's all about. Takes a spin on the classic superhero genre by setting the show in a universe where superheroes are basically just celebrities that are being pawned off by this giant company to make a lot of money. And there's no consequences for their actions. So they've grown like very powerful and corrupt and no one's really people kind of have an idea of it but it's kind of well hidden so the premiere introduces us to two of the main characters and the first one is annie um who is played by aaron moriarty from jessica jones and true detective and she plays this like superhero like up-and-coming superhero who's auditioning to join the like elite group of superheroes called the seven and she's sort of brought into the fold and immediately learns that things aren't quite what she thought they would be. Um, and the second uh, the second main character is Huey, who's played by Jack Quaid, the son of Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. I was trying to figure out who he looked like. I knew he looked familiar. Young Dennis Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays kind of like the boring, kind of softy young man. <laughs> and um, his girlfriend is accidentally killed. <laughs> Um, well, she's run through by a superhero in a very gruesome scene. And um, the, the company kind of tries to hush it up and he's not very remorseful. And it takes the, the kid basically through a, I want to take these people down type of way. Um, so that's kind of like the two sides. We have this like evil superhero group with um, the one like light shining. Um, so the show is developed by Eric Kerpke, I think is his name, from Super. he did Supernatural, and it was developed by, um, from the comic books by Gareth Enos, who did The Punisher, Preacher, and Hitman, which gives you a good idea of what like, this tone of the show is, because it's very gritty and dark, but I really liked it. What did you guys think? Yeah, I really liked it too. I, I like that it was like, it's gritty, but also funny in a weird kind of twisted yes. way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not like a, a Captain America kind of a cheesy way it's mm -hmm. more i don't know well written than that mm -hmm. it is really well yeah. written the one argument that i have with the writing is that i think the women sound like they have been written by men yeah uh, and there's oh, can, really only one woman character so far that we really right spend time with mm -hmm. yeah and amy yeah. you did not mention that carl urban mm -hmm. is in this oh show. yeah from Aomer so from Lord of the Rings. You might not Aomer recognize him. Star Wars. He usually has blonde <laughs> hair. What character uh, was he? Does he? He is the a, the agent, the FBI, FBI in quotes. FBI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in Lord of the Rings, he had blonde hair. So that's why I didn't recognize him at first. Okay. I saw him okay. scowling at something. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's Aomer squinting over the fields. Yeah, I looked at his IMDb page and it had like every big action movie and adventure movie on it. So like, wow, they really Thor, like everything Marvel and Star Wars-y. That's <laughs> interesting then for him to be in this too. I know, I know. So did it bother you guys what a terrible rendition of New York City this show was? No, because I think that kind of played off of like they were leaning themselves into like the lighting and everything was just like so amped up that I kind yeah, of Yeah, they, they gave it the New York City gray wash, but like besides that looking looking at like the storefronts and the city skyline and they were trying to make off and even like the buses and stuff they couldn't they couldn't make it look more like new york city they like really didn't try they were like yeah it's new york gray wash we're gonna put gray over it it's new york i honestly didn't i don't even think it occurred to me that this was taking place in new york except for i guess the scene in central park 
and the um, and the guy's name is yeah. A Train. Very incorrect. That is the slowest train ever. <laughs> only I care about that, but I feel like all Didn't the bother you. shows kind of take place in New York. Like, I mean, Gotham City is supposed and to be New cities. York, and it, yeah. yeah, it's like fake New York. So yeah, I was um, also willing to forgive some of the things that, like, yeah, I never believed that he was an FBI agent, and I like. I was willing oh, yeah, to forgive course. stuff like that because I was like, they're setting up a, a thing and I will let them set the stage. Yeah, and it's right, fun to have right, like right. the very different view because as being a person who doesn't like superhero stuff typically, this was like exactly. such a <laughs> different take on it mm-hmm. that it was a lot more intriguing. Yeah, and it's probably very fun. I mean, the superheroes are basically just men, supposed to be men, right? Like mm-hmm. men, powerful men who who are corrupted. And I like that it kind of takes existing power dynamics and just puts a sci-fi spin on it mm-hmm. so people will actually watch and pay attention. Yeah. I also love when um, good people play really evil characters and to see Chase Crawford be this like asshole is really nice to see. Yeah, nobody told me that um, what's his name from Gotham Chase Girls, Crawford, yeah. Right. He's from Yeah, what's his name in the show? Nate Archibald. Oh, the, yeah. he's basically Aquaman. The D, yeah. I yeah. think is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big oh, Aquaman. Yeah. Or budget Aquaman, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone in the show is very good looking. Mm-hmm. This one has yeah. been on my list for a while too, and I'm I'm glad that I'm glad I'm watching it because of this. Also, this breaks my I know I literally just said last week about the all the gore, but I realized yeah. comedy gore I love. <laughs> was that really comedy? Was that really Parts of it, parts of it felt comedic, like okay. when the girlfriend gets killed and he's just holding her hands. Right. Like that was comedic to you? I thought that was horrifying. Yeah. Oh really? Could you imagine I mean, Amy, so you and, you and Rob are standing on a corner? Oh my god! And then somebody runs through him, and all you have are his hands left. This is. No, I mean, yes, the concept is, is horrible, but if you see it, you're just like... This so is silly. a world where people have superpowers. It's not supposed to be yeah, realistic. Yeah. Have Although, a little empathy. I, I, how do we always pick shows with orgies in <laughs> I would not have predicted that this would be no. one of the show that had an orgy it's in the, it. It's pilot nudity. That's what it is. Pilot nudity. Uh, there was a yeah, lot. Like, brings all the three, people in. All three of yes. the shows that we picked had a lot of nudity, and most of it male. Yeah, exactly. I know. Pilot nudity. I know, this is too much for me, and I feel deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> I normally do. Like, I don't, uh, again, when it's used in comedy, I'm okay with it. Like seeing Chase Crawford's yeah. white butt. Yeah, but the scene where they go to the club. Oh, that. Yeah. I thought was quite too much. Mm. Uncomfy. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys will keep watching this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think so too. I'm re- I'm really curious where it'll mm-hmm. go, and it's been renewed for a third season, and apparently there's going to be a spinoff oh. as well. Wow! Yeah, Fancy. I'm interested so. to see. Yeah, like where it goes. I really hope that at some point, like once we assemble the kind of our version of the good guys, I really yes. hope that like yeah. Starlight ends up working with them in some way. I mm-hmm. hope that that happens. I oh, must be. That. That's I why they had so. that weird little yeah. meet cute on the bench. Interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Shall we get into We Are Who We Are? Mm-hmm. And it is uh, not, not the Kesha song. <laughs> <laughs> so We Are Who We Are airs on HBO, and it started airing on September 14th of this year. There are going to be eight episodes, and they're all about an hour long, and there's only about three episodes out so far. So... Um, I guess the most interesting fact about this show is that it is directed by and written by, ready for me to butcher this name, Luca. 
Luca Guardianino. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, even get hard. it. Luca Guardanino. <laughs> that's probably it. Guardanino. Guardanino. Yeah, who <laughs> also directed Call Me By Your Name, which if... Best movie ever. Yeah, which if anybody has ever listened to the music from Call Me By Your Name, you all have had a lot of flashbacks while watching this show. <laughs> the music is very like similar piano driven and it, it the show i think itself just relies heavily on music as well so this show is meandering and it follows oh, it follows a woman played by chloe sevigny how do you guys say her name sevigny 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 Oh, Sevigny. Wow, oh, different. okay. I don't know. <laughs> How did you say it, Amy? Chloe Sevigny is what I was Wait, saying. That's what, that's I what you said. Oh, okay. We're good. We're good. Um, she plays Sarah, who is in the military and is taking on a, was it corporal? Colonel. Colonel. Colonel position at a U.S. base in Italy. And she's bringing with her her partner or wife. I don't, it's unclear to me if they're actually married. Um, I think they are. Okay. I think so. Um, Maggie, who's played by Alice Braja, and their son, Francis, who is played by Jack Dylan Grazer, who is also was in the movie It. What is it with all the kids from that movie? Like, went on to other things i feel like because we did that other show um, yeah you're right we're like all the people in it were also in it but he was also in shazam <laughs> and adorable yes, in, in shazam. it mm-hmm. i would not call him adorable in this show no so it starts with them they're arriving at the airport and basically moving from new york to this space in italy and the episode kind of follows i think like the first day or so at the base and you're you're kind of following francis around and he's a little bit of an odd kid i think they don't say anything about it but it's clear he's have he has like some some issues that he's dealing with and that's kind of what the episode is (laughs) yeah yeah it's very i i have so many mixed feelings about this because these types of shows are exactly what i normally like Mm -hmm. Like, kind of like the very character driven shows that don't have a lot of plot but you just like draw you in i thought the actual like production was really good yes. character yeah. was so annoying they didn't give us <laughs> enough character like it was yeah. like it's those yeah. where they didn't give me any reason to like any of them and like i don't the, know any of right. them and like the first right. 45 right. minutes i was like mm-hmm. why, do I, why do i care i don't i don't know this kid mm-hmm. is driving me crazy um and, and it then was that, beautiful oh it was beautiful yeah, it was. the music was beautiful and then that girl had to go and throw her whole ice cream and then I was oh, like, I thought that was so weird. I was done with it after that. I was like, nobody. <laughs> nobody just throws an entire ice cream cone away. She threw the cone. She didn't even get to the cone part. She chucked it in the garbage can. I don't even yeah. know what to say about this because I don't know what I just watched. Like, I didn't watch anything other than a beautiful TV show. Like, it, it was just people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think it had a little more substance than that. Like, I was... I was very intrigued into what like the mother son relationship is very odd mm-hmm. they're like clearly very dependent on each other but they're also like fight a lot but then care for each other a lot it's, it's and he like in the very f- introduction of his characters his mom giving him alcohol to like yeah. console him and he's like 15 years old so you're like okay i can't blame him too much for being just like bratty and snobby mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're, you're going to need to give me a little bit more here to like be at all invested in how he got yeah. here. Yeah. And then he was just kind of like 
walking around and then taking Weird. pictures of the girl and stuff. I, I was just, I was like, that's kind of creepy. They didn't give us any reason to understand why that was happening. And then, I don't know, it becomes clear you, you must you must have something else going on. And I, I have no idea what it is, so I don't want to try to diagnose him. I did kind of like that it basically forced you to experience what he was experiencing because mm-hmm. he doesn't talk a lot. It just kind of follows him around as he is like walks into a man's locker room and just everyone's oh my naked God. and so many penises. So many. <laughs> I was like, that's what my note says. So many necessary. penises. And then after that, I was like, okay, they have their like pilot nudity over with right, in the right. locker room. And then they go to the beach and then that kid just like whips off his swimsuit. I know. <laughs> Did we need more? Did they think we didn't have enough yet? So I have a question. Do you guys think, mm-hmm. so he was making like voice memos to his phone mm-hmm. that was almost like, it was set up as if he's talking to a friend or a boyfriend or something. I almost think it's an imaginary friend. It's I don't, I could, I could it's not that. leaving them yeah. to anyone. Yeah. yeah. But in the, um, like the little blurb that HBO puts on the side of the episode, they made yeah. it sound like a very, reading that blurb and then like the disconnect between what I was actually watching, I was like, this mm-hmm. sounds like a different show entirely. It was just like, Sarah and Maggie think they're some yeah. Francis from New York to Italy and he misses his friend Mark like right exactly I was like what <laughs> oh see I, didn't, I don't think I read that so that I yeah. Watched, but yeah yeah I read it oh, afterwards so- and I was like that is yeah. not what I watched I was reading about this afterwards and they said that the second episode follows the exact same day from the girl's perspective which Ooh. I think is very interesting and oh. I'm very interested to know more about her that's okay. intriguing that is yeah. Even just knowing that. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, does each episode go through just a different character's perspective? I don't think so. I think it's no? just this okay. next one, like, kind of introduces okay. her to us, and then okay. the rest of it is about their, like, friendship that develops. That makes sense. Because I think, yeah. I read I read one synopsis of, like, the show itself, and it said that it the main focus is on Frances and Caitlin, the, the woman, or the girl. Yeah. Character. Yeah. So, must, maybe it switches back and forth between the two of them the whole time. That would be interesting to me. Because did you guys watch The Affair? No. no, it was kind of similar where it would say literally half of the episode would be from his perspective and then the other the same events from her perspective. Mm. And it was all from memory. So like people's hair would change and people's clothes would change a little bit um, oh, based off of what their interpretation of those events was. You know, I didn't love this show, but even just hearing that, that like, that we're going to get to know other characters in this world. Right. Kind of makes me want to watch it now. Yeah. It, it, it really does feel like hour. one of those. Yeah, yeah it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's one of those shows that like critics are going to love and everyone else mm-hmm. is going to be like, I don't quite know what yeah. is happening here. <laughs> I think, I think it'll be one of those like shows that gets nominated for a lot of technical things. Mm. Right. Cause it is and a I see beautiful that. show. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And the acting was really good and the music was great. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I, I'm sure once we get a little bit more into the meat of it, it'll get a lot better. So yeah, I think I, I think actually it, do, I'll at least watch one more episode. Yeah, I think it's also maybe targeted a little more younger than us. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. trying to grab more of Gen Z. So, so. It's probably like maybe we're just, just not can't relate as much. Yeah. 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 It is a coming of age story for sure. Yeah. He's 15. Which those types of stories I'm not normally pulled to anyway. So like that mm-hmm. dragged See, I out. I totally am. Mm-hmm. I love coming of age stories. <laughs> like every movie I just a sucker for. <laughs> yeah. And maybe part of it I was just like a little sad that he wasn't Elio. Exactly. Like I was like, like, why couldn't they have made him Elio? Yeah. Like that first, like the very first opening scene where they're like close up on him in the airport. I was like, 
Ooh. And then my hopes were dashed <laughs> quickly. His and I think I was hoping for the kid from Shazam. Yeah. I wanted the Oh, those shorts. I want to burn yeah. those shorts. Oh, I really yeah. had a lot to say about his choice of clothing. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. That vest at the end was really something oh my special. I, they should have lost. They, that luggage should have been lost. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the padding to a football uniform? It looks like something like that. I think, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some sort of padding. But he had to grab like it on daisies. the way out. So yeah. important to wear that. Well, Amy, right. watch that and let us know. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it posted. That's, <laughs> a, that's a long hour to lose again. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, afterwards, I was like, I think it's just that style of filming. I was, like, hyper aware of, like, every sound and, like, mint around me. Did you guys find that? It's one of those shows that slows your brain down and makes you yeah. observe things. Because I even just, like, thought about the show a lot mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. So maybe the show is, I don't know, it, it does make you, like, slow down. Because the entire show's pace <laughs> is, is slow. slow. <laughs> <laughs> not, it makes you stop and smell the roses. <laughs> or the ice cream cone thrown into the garbage. <laughs> I like that character, though. I thought she was pretty funny. She was interesting, yeah. yeah. I loved her confidence. Yeah, and I, I actually did like that. She was a unique character. Yeah. yeah. Utopia. Utopia. Utopia aired on Amazon Prime. It was created by Jillian Flynn, um, and it is about a group of young adults who get a hold of a cult underground graphic novel, which burdens them with the dangerous task of saving the world. This was right up my alley again with the like i i don't know comedic gore or like gore not, ma- not made to make you scared loved it it's like graphic graphic novel gore what yeah it, what mm-hmm. i would I, I did this did get a little, a little too far at points there's like a whole 10 minute scene where they just shoot people in a row right yeah. lots mm-hmm. of people <laughs> yeah i could have gone with a shorter scene for that but yeah yeah it mainly just got old. Yeah, I was hooked almost immediately. Like, they very quickly set up, here's the team, here's what we're doing, onward. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to say, I really wasn't expecting to like this show, as I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to do this one. But I liked it a lot more than I thought I, thought I did. And I maybe that's because I went in with, like, low expectations of liking it. Yeah. That being said, like, I've seen some reviews or, like, headlines of reviews because I try not to read too many of the series and it says it gets like pretty dark and it has a lot of like they start kind of dealing with a pandemic which we didn't really see in this episode we saw a little bit but yeah because it's getting a lot of like uh right show but wrong timing amazon yeah yeah this is basically like they're they're not really into the actual comic books which is what i find very interesting about this Mm -hmm. sort of twist they're trying to solve the world's plagues (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i wasn't expecting to like this either and i thought that there were definitely a lot of like very cheesy moments but it was very fun i thought they set up the characters really well where they were all sort of immediately likable and unique and we don't Mm -hmm. we know that there's kind of something to all of them like Mm -hmm. little secrets here and there Mm-hmm. And they're all meeting each other at the same time we're meeting them, which was fun. Yeah. And I was like, I really want to know what happens now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They just set everything. Like, it was a very well done pilot. Right. Yeah. And, and a good, good, good cliffhanger at the end. Great mm-hmm. cliffhanger. Yes. Yeah. And I, I warn you, I there are a lot of people that are um, familiar to me from like other random things of like one of the one of the girls is from Handmaid's Tale and they've all kind of been, been in smaller roles. 
Don't IMDb though, because IMDb has oh, spoilers. No, they'll tell you when they're gonna die. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, this person's only in it for four episodes. I'm yeah. like, oh great, oh, no. so they're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, had any of you guys? I saw that there was also a British version of this show that came out a oh, few years no. ago. So yeah, because I, I had also seen that people were like, why didn't Amazon just pick up the British version? Because apparently it was pretty okay. But I guess I, I'm excited. I think what drew me into this show more is that yes it's less like about comic book stuff and more about like puzzles and finding yes Mm -hmm. which i think that's really gillian flynn's like strong suit and her Mm -hmm. writing and stuff is really like puzzle pieces yeah so i think that's that's intriguing to me what bothers me i don't like tv texting when characters Mm. text each other i just doesn't it never adds anything i honestly i rarely ever read them and i don't feel like i've missed anything Mm. no and that one, I almost felt like they were they were trying to cover something up. Like the scene was too like they there was a conversation that they filmed and it was mm-hmm. too long or something, and they had to find a workaround. I don't remember what part you're talking about at all. Um, <laughs> when they're talking about meeting up at the very beginning, yeah, that's when oh, they're yeah, doing all the texting. Yeah, I do remember that, but that seems like it was trying to show us that they had never met before or something. I don't know. Yeah. Do you guys recognize? The guy that found the comic book. He's the boyfriend in the act. Yes. Yes. Oh, it was so creepy. And I love that. That's it. why I, I went that I to IMDb. Okay. <laughs> so we have the two. So we have the guy and his girlfriend. I don't know what fiance or whatever. Who find the comic book in her grandpa's house. And yes. then they are at this fringe convention. Trying to sell the book to the highest bidder. But who... They're in a hotel room and like having people come in and meeting them one by one. But who are those other people that are in the room with them? That was just their concept. Yeah. Why? Their friends would party with them because they were getting this money. But then also that entire process, I was a little bit confused by like, why wouldn't you just do a a bidding system? Yeah, like an online bidding system. Yeah, like an online bidding or like live auction or something. It seemed like a a long way to get there yes to set up yeah it's very true i was saying like how do people just not outbid each other if you don't know the past bid then you're not getting the best bang for your buck yeah and they would want the highest the first person right Uh right and the seller would want the highest price exactly i really i think what it was was to get they were trying to backdoor it and find a way to get a ton of people's names on a piece of paper right right exactly maybe that was not the right way to do it Yeah. yeah yeah that's true i guess that's yeah, they had to get all those people's names on that piece of paper to lead up to what would happen later. But just, but like, do kinda... it online. It could be a list yeah. of names on bids online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had the fun scene with the kid going going around and doing stuff. I thought that was yes. fun to follow. But, yeah, overall, the show was just, like, it was kind of like candy. Mm-hmm. Very candy. I will say, did you guys ever think, so every time that they showed the name Utopia, it looked like, I mean, there was probably just a piece of tape in front of the U, but it looked like an A, so it looked like, Autopia or like Autotopia. So I'll keep watching. Are you guys gonna? Yeah, yeah, I, I might. So. It was fun. Yeah. Although I say that I think... about half the shows we cover, and then I realize that I don't. Yeah. Just get to sit in front <laughs> of the TV all day. So we'll see. Just, just yeah. be, make a bold choice, and then we can joke about how we were wrong and did not watch. That's going to be a future segment. What we That's said true. we were going to watch and then it didn't. Never did. Might be <laughs> everything but the vow. <laughs> once, once the vow, once the vow finishes up, my schedule. It's true. It'll, it'll mm-hmm. clear up. <laughs> okay you guys so we have had some suggestions for some new segments we could 
we should try out. And so we're going to kind of start to rotate those into our episodes and basically try them out. And if any of them that we like, or if you guys tell us you like them, or if you tell us you hate them, will or will not incorporate them in the future. The first one we're going to try out today is Best Worst. And we're from all three shows, not each one individually, overall, we're going to decide what was the best moment from all these shows and what was the worst moment and the orgy so what, nudity don't count that can't be the worst because we already know that that's the worst it's not <laughs> <laughs> so shall we start with the worst or the best worst first. maybe the worst okay. first well i think my nominee for the worst is definitely when the girl throws away her entire ice cream cone <laughs> and we are who we are i think i've made my opinion strong about that one she took at least three bites jen you're you're exaggerating they weren't they weren't even bites she was just doing modestly <laughs> I'm an ice cream biter, which I know is terrible, but she did not bite that ice cream. And she threw it all away. She threw away the crunchy part, which is just, and it was probably gelato. It probably wasn't even ice cream. It was probably delicious, delicious Italian gelato. No, that looks like something she bought at the grocery store and took out of a package. Still. So I couldn't blame her. I did throw away like half of a taco taco this summer that someone (sighs) bought for me and I thought was disgusting. There was something I hated in We Are Who We Are. It was kind of important to the story, but the scene where the mother cuts herself and he immediately like puts oh, his hand oh, yes. over and he, yeah, mm-hmm. to suck it out. And I was like, yes. mm, I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she cuts her hand and then he immediately takes the finger and puts it in his mouth and is like mm-hmm. suckling her for yeah. like a money. full minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like he's drinking uh, it or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's yeah. there were several moments in the show between the mom and him that made me deeply uncomfortable. Mine was also in We Are Who oh We Are. Oh my gosh! Wow, telling. <laughs> <laughs> but my, yeah, mine though is a really fluff thing that I forget even in what scene it was. But I think he was like unpacking the horrible uh, football gear thingy. But his shorts. I'm gonna sound so old saying oh, this. I know. His shorts were like half off of his body. No, you know what I realized. Oh! His his shorts and like boxer things are sewn together. What? Oh. Yes, it's not just like peeking out, falling. They're one unit. So it's all. It's he's not wearing separates. It's just exactly. It's one it's thing. One. Yeah. No, I did not even notice that they were sewn together. I was yeah. just staring. Why? Like, how, why? I like that your least favorite up? scene is just the fact that his <laughs> shorts are half off his bottom. <laughs> You sound like my grandma who's pointing out that to everyone in the mall. That's why I almost stopped myself because I realized I sound like a grandma. I think that my favorite scene, or at least my favorite line, was in The Boys when the main character, Huey, who's kind of like a softie, is trying to explain how much of a softie he is. And he's like, uh-huh. do you know what music I listen to? Yeah. James Taylor. Taylor. Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> And, and what was the Joel. third one? Billy, Billy, Billy Joel. Joel. I was like, oh, that's so great. I love this so much. <laughs> I also like that that was a callback to that his girlfriend made fun of him for loving Billy Joel. Allie, what was your best moment? I know you hated this moment, but the the gory the gory death in the boys. Oh, wow. What is it with you? How <laughs> the people get blasted to to nothingness in Raised by Wolves. You're like, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> and now fun? I love it. I don't know. I'm just as confused. It was very artfully done. <laughs> it was artfully done. And I was it? Of- and, and Raised by Wolves was it? Okay, so it was artfully done, but it was not yeah. making fun of itself. Like the boys knows that they're taking themselves very seriously in that world. And they're almost like poking fun at 
that mm-hmm. superhero world and what yeah, they are. Yeah. And I like that kind of like tongue in cheekness to it. Okay, okay. Wow, that's wow. Favorite scene was that interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I need to think about this more thoroughly next time. But <laughs> and I like that they it was like in the middle of a joke and they were having this sweet it was little moment. Shocking. It was while like, they were kissing, I think, or they had just kissed. About to, yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Best moment. So I love a good like we're getting things done like little montage and I feel mm-hmm. like I really enjoyed the boys how they kind of did they kind of had a lot of touchbacks to like the matrix and um I don't know if you guys caught like uh Simon Pegg is yes. was in this mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. yeah and the whole he's time, dad right yeah and he's talking about like he made a reference to oh, like maybe James Bond or something like that. And I was like, I just really wanted them to be throwing in a bunch of Mission Impossible references. <laughs> and I enjoyed the little and I and in my mind, the scene that they actually did that in was when the main guy offers to the FBI guy, well, I could just be like your like guy in the van doing the mm. computer stuff because yeah. that's what Simon Pegg does in the Mission Impossible movies. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. I don't know if that if that was intentional or not, but I want it to be. Also, I just I enjoyed the last scene in The Boys a lot. Uh the mm-hmm. fight with, uh, yeah. with mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it for anyone but, who hasn't watched it, but yeah. The Simon Pegg it was the inspiration for the character of Huey when the comic book author wrote it like ten years oh. ago. <laughs> yeah. And apparently based he, on Mission Impossible? Maybe. I don't know. The more that I think about it, that show too, I, I love Huey. Like, I, I love the actual character and I love the guy who plays it. I had no idea that he was Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he's, yeah. I thought he was great in it. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because the whole time I was like, he does look familiar. Yeah. Um, he's that makes sense. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> yeah. He was such a good main character. Just like, yeah. very genuine, likable. And it's rooting fun for him to like, the whole time. Yeah, and it's fun to, like, see him having to get the confidence to have a darker side to be able to compete with the evils of the world. Yeah. And it's tough, I think, for a first episode to have a major shift within a character, and they did that well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They did. And I like that both characters have, like, a shift at the same time as they're, like, talking to each other. Mm -hmm. Like, they kind of give each other a pep talk. Yeah, Yeah, knowing knowing each other yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow you guys so this was pretty telling all of our worst moments were from (laughs) and all of our best moments were from the boys yeah there was a scene part in utopia that i hated and that was anytime someone's someone puts like a stake or knife through someone's hand i like visibly feel feel pain And the and fact that that hurt. guy couldn't pull it back out. I, I don't know. understand why he couldn't pull it out. Oh, wait. I might even have, if I can have a number two or even change my best, the little kid <laughs> running. <laughs> the, the little, little kid, kid running, running through the hotel room. I love that, like, little mini adventure movie. The, dan- the dancing part or oh, the part where he's like trying that. to escape? No, the part where he's trying to escape. Oh. Okay. Oh, and he, like, yeah. the part he has he... a plan. Yeah, the part when he first goes into the room, I'm like, what are you doing? I know, yeah, you're no, being so obvious, dude. Girl, yeah. get with it. Haven't you watched any of these? Get in and go. Don't make the same mistakes. All right, that was fun. So, we'll keep up with, uh, with the yeah. different, we'll try out some different segments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we thank you guys for listening as always. And if you have any ideas for us, we are ears open at um, 
s1e1podcast at gmail.com or you can send us a dm on instagram at s1e1podcast and we really want to thank you guys for listening and once again thank at meta mither for our wonderful music and we hope to catch you guys soon possibly with a spooky halloween scary shows episode coming up next all right (laughs) 